0: Journey to Organization, episode 100, Evan Saltzman. You're listening to the Journey to Organization podcast with Rebecca Saltzman, Advice to help you clear your clutter and your mind. Hello and welcome to Journey to Organization. I'm Rebecca Saltzman from Balagan Begane personal organization. And today for episode 100, the week before Pesach, I have, or the week of Pesach, I have a very, very special guest. My husband of almost 17 years, Evan Saltzman. Welcome, Evan Saltzman.
1: Great to be here. Hi, everybody.
0: So I wanted Evan to come on the podcast today because uh, a lot of people ask me, Does your husband think about how you live? Is he a minimalist? Are you both minimalists? What are some of the things that you do to help each other be minimalist? How do you guys, you know, stay happily married? Uh, And (laughs) that's a question I get a lot. And also we know that your husband loves to bake. So tell us about some of the things that he loves to bake. So um, Evan, Let's talk about baking. Let's start with baking and then we'll take a little foray into zero waste and uh, we'll go from there. So tell us how you got into baking, why you love it, and what your philosophy is about what you bake, how you pick what you bake.
1: Well, I guess that um, I've been baking pretty much as long as I can remember. Um, I all started with my mother in the kitchen, uh, baking anything from... Box cake mixes to, uh, you know, holiday desserts, whatever the case may be. Um, And I just had a love for it my entire life. I remember the times that my mother would put me or ask me if I wanted to go to the the JCC cooking classes. And I remember being the only guy in the class. But whatever, that was still, uh, that was okay. But it, it was about the fact that I was enjoying what I was doing. I never really saw myself as a pastry chef or somebody that could make a business out of it. It was always much of a hobby.
0: Okay. But Evan, you're famous for this one cake that you made when you were a kid, the checkerboard cake. I cannot tell you, everyone, like from your childhood. Uh, okay. So I've known Evan for how long have we known each other? 21 years? A I long think. time. A long time. And um, all the people that like who knew Evan as a kid were are not surprised that he loves to bake as an adult, but also are, say to me like, oh, Evan made this cake once and it was a checkerboard cake and he is like famous for this cake and I've never seen it. So one of these days you're going to have to make me one. Well, it was labor intensive, right?
1: It was labor intensive. First of all, shout out to Mindy Weinstein if she's listening because uh, (laughs) it was actually made for her parent at her parents' house. Um, the recipe actually came from the the spice and spirit cookbook I don't know if you've remembered that cookbook from I do many years remember ago that.
0: I never read it but I, I know
1: it I'm pretty sure it was in there um and it basically was uh, two sheet cakes and you you basically glued um, strips of cake together to make this checkerboard and uh, it was a very you know um it was a very ambitious project but <laughs> I guess something I wanted to try to show off my skills uh, and uh, it got it still gets... You know, people still talk about it.
0: Uh, oh, and the wedding cake that you made. Well, oh, the, Evan made a wedding cake.
1: The wedding cake story uh, was something that was um, uh, it was special because there was a there was a there was a a, a couple in Farakaway where I had friends there, and they were throwing an impromptu wedding for a couple who really couldn't afford to have a a, a wedding in a wedding hall with a caterer and all these things, um, and so it it was my first or second shabbat visiting these people in in, in Far Rockaway. and um I, I, it must came up that i that i love to bake and so we saturday night we put together this three-tiered um wedding cake that was basically made out of you know a regular cake mix i think it was um and i used those uh wooden those cardboard dowels that you get from the dry cleaners <laughs> to try to make it tiered and work.
0: it worked,
1: and they were so... These
0: were the days before YouTube where you could check the videos.
1: <laughs> right. They, they were, the, the couple was so shocked. Um, I remember it was actually the day before the Sea of many years ago in in, in, in Long Island. Um, again, like this is,
0: three cycles ago?
1: Yeah. It was <laughs> like 20 years ago. I don't know. It was a long time ago. Um, and people still, you know, again, talk about it to this day, that it was something special that I did, and... Again, it goes back to my love of baking. I mean, I I have always loved to bake. And uh, again, it's more of a hobby than it actually uh, –
0: I think you wouldn't love it as much if you did it as a profession.
1: You know, I'm not an entrepreneur like yourself. Um, (laughs) However, uh, um, I think that – yeah, I think the whole business side of things would probably get to me or whatever the case may be. But I like – it's more of a hobby for me.
0: More of a hobby for you. Okay, so tell us what you like to bake. And how you decided on baking those things, delicacies.
1: Right. So about about 10 or 12 years ago, I decided that, you know, I don't want a potchki in the, in the kitchen. I, I have three kids. I have an active I have a, a job and I'm a family. And we don't have a lot of time to spend in the kitchen. So I decided about 10 or 12 years ago that I'm going to make the classic things well. Um, I'm not gonna buy things that I don't need. To, I don't want to buy things that I'm only gonna use a small amount of. I don't want things sitting in my cabinet that I'm, you know, I'm not gonna use. I want to have things. I want to bake things that are classic, like chocolate chip cookies, chocolate cake, banana cake.
0: That's my favorite. The chocolate cake with the chocolate frosting.
1: Apple cake. You know, things of that nature. Um, and bake the traditional things. Uh, for example, bake the traditional desserts on the holidays as well. Apple cake or honey cake for Rosh Hashanah. Homentation, classic homentation for 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 Purim. Um,
0: So that's actually a huge debate in our house, right? I I think the savory homentation that they sell here in Israel are really cool and interesting, and Evan thinks that they're like. Purim comes once.
1: Purim (laughs) comes once a year, and you just want to have good homentation for the one day of year, one day out of the year.
0: Right. Okay. Granted,
1: we make it last about a week. Yeah. But um, I do make a lot, so um, (laughs) I do that on purpose because I like my homentation. Um, but you know We try to make The classic things well That, that, that was my mantra Going back 10 years ago um, And to this day I think I've accomplished that
0: I think so you, So your chocolate cake Is super good And everybody I always joke That like It doesn't matter How good my food is For Shabbos meal Nobody ever remembers What I make Everybody just focuses On whatever Evan makes For dessert <laughs> um, So how do you decide Which recipes to make Usually
1: it comes down to on a Wednesday. I'm usually thinking about Shabbos already because uh, yeah, I usually –
0: Shabbos on like Sunday.
1: We do. <laughs> I bake uh, usually on Thursday evening when I get home from work. Um, I look around the house on a Wednesday and I see to myself what do we have in the house that I can use to bake. And even if we baked it already last week or the week before, it's okay because usually we have new people for Shabbat and they've never had it or the kids like what I bake. So it's not really – they don't complain when I make the same thing you know week after week if that's what it comes down to. Um, again, I look around the house and see what we have and I try to, you know, to, to use what we have first before I go out and buy something else. But we, li- I like to keep the, you know, the, 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 the classic ingredients are always available. Brown sugar, white sugar, white flour, cinnamon, uh, cocoa, uh, chocolate chips, oatmeal. You know, those are the things that, you know, you can make tons of things out of and, and, and all, you know, you can make a lot of things out of it and, and, and not have to it's really. It's a good base. It's a good base, Exactly. I'm going to you know, give a little bit of a trick here. If you ever come to my house for Shabbat and we're serving banana cake, that means we had a lot of bananas in the freezer that week and um, you got a banana cake. So, um,
0: So we hate food waste because it's a waste of money and it's bad for the environment. And we can talk about how Evan feels about zero waste in a minute. But when we see that food is starting to go bad, we just sort of pop it in the freezer so that we can... Try to get some life out of it later, either in a smoothie or something that we bake, especially fruit. Not so much with vegetables, but especially fruit. We just sort of pop them in the freezer so that we're wasting less and we're getting more of our money's worth. But also because it's Baltashlit and we really don't – we don't want to waste it. So that's why we have bananas in our freezer.
1: (laughs) But listen, it's important. We try to instill in our children as well not to waste food, not to have big eyes when you're at a – you know, when you're somewhere eating out or – when you're at home and try not to waste, uh, you know, it, it pains me to see the waste a lot of times.
0: Yeah, me too, for sure. So when we started doing zero waste, when I said to you, "Honey, I I want to start doing zero waste," like ten years ago almost. Um, what were you thinking? Were you thinking like she's a total nut? I can't believe I married her. Are well, you glad that we did it?
1: You know what they say. Happy wife, happy life. Happy wife, happy life. So I do it. I do it.
0: Such a good husband. I do
1: it to. uh, I do it to because it's something that's important to you, and you're important to me. So therefore, uh, it's important to me as well. Oh, ladies, didn't he just get a lot of
0: points for that? He's awesome.
1: My first podcast, so (laughs) Uh, it's it's very hard though to you know keep it up uh, for such a period of time. And and you've talked in the past about how it's the manufacturer's responsibility to also. Um, make things available that are that are that are zero waste so it's very hard to buy things and to shop all the time for zero waste items
0: it's true but do you find that overall it saves us money because evan is definitely a price checker i'm not so much of a price checker
1: you never know what things cost. i never
0: know what things cost because i'm like yeah we need that so i'm gonna buy it <laughs> and i planned it in my menus so like i'm gonna i'm gonna do it that way
1: Listen, I think some things are, are – most things that are sold in bulk or zero waste are cheaper. Um, but there's a hassle uh, sometimes associated with, with buying the zero waste. Maybe you're out and about and you don't always have the bags in your car. I know I don't – I keep bags in my car, but I don't always keep produce bags in my car. That's true. Um, uh, maybe, you know – I'm going to
0: have to give you a secret stash.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Um, but like when I go out and I'm buying a lot of bulk items, the grains or 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 – um lentils or peas or whatever the case may be um it's hard th- when i get home it's hard to transfer those items into the containers it's messy uh you know a lot of times with the pla- if things come in plastic it's easier to pour the plastic is a little bit more you know uh harder or or, or the plastic is more shaped shaped easy to yeah. pour uh, but you know listen in the end uh, i understand that it's important to uh, to you it's important to keep the uh you know the universe uh, the earth keep the earth
0: <laughs> clean and keep plastic out of the landfill yeah,
1: exactly yeah. Um. but there's this part of me that still says you know out of sight out of mind when you throw something away and you don't see it you don't think about it as much
0: it's right. hard to get out of that mindset Um. except that being zero waste has definitely reduced the amount of trash that we throw away so now you take out the trash less frequently
1: yeah you probably take the trash out maybe once a week instead of Three or four times a week.
0: Okay, so you have to go down 19 steps to get to the trash can plus walk like probably 100 yards maybe, right, to get to the trash can outside. Not, not 100 yards. No, not Okay, 50 yards. So 19 steps, 50 yards, both ways. So both ways, 100 yards, round trip? Fine. Okay, so if you were doing that every week, I mean every day, wouldn't that take the same amount of time as – the once a week from the shopping trip pouring, like, I'm saying you pour in these bags into the jars that we save um, and that I schlepped to the mikvah, <laughs> to Tovel. Um, Doesn't that take about the same amount of time as if you were taking out the trash every day?
1: I really don't think like you.
0: No, you don't. Not like that, at least. <laughs>
1: um, I, I don't look at it that way. I'm sorry. Yeah. No.
0: Okay. But if we were going quali- to quantify time, don't you think? It's like all things being equal. And what would you rather do? Take out the smelly trash or pour some grains into a jar? Yes, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, It's it's a
1: little bit here, a little bit there.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. 50 from here, 50 from there. I get that. That's cool. Um, Okay. But do you like that we have been able to reduce our, our waste?
1: I think that um, what I appreciate is living with less in general.
0: Okay. Okay. So let's talk about the transformation from getting organized. So, okay. We had three kids under three, like 11 years ago, almost 10, 10 and a half years ago. And we definitely had too much stuff. Okay. You don't think we had too much stuff?
1: It's really hard to compare. I mean, I remember that living in a, an apartment in uh, Riverdale or even the Lower East Side, we always had things like uh, along the walls. You know, like there was always a cabinet or a shelf. Yeah, but
0: there was like never a free corner in any place in the house. Right. I mean,
1: it's hard for me to really remember the situation or the circumstances of having all those things.
0: Oh, well, you weren't home that much.
1: I was in grad school. Yeah, I was in working. Yeah,
0: you were busy. Outside of the house. Yeah. Well, whatever.
1: I mean, uh, I, I think that um, uh, it's obviously makes a difference in our life now. I can't really remember.
0: Okay. So so you think that, we became yeah. more minimalist after we made Aliyah? Oh, well,
1: for sure. I mean, re- remember the first. Even though uh, we have a bigger house. Yeah. Remember the first uh, six months to a year we live here. We were getting rid of things every day almost.
0: Okay. So do you regret some of the things that we brought with? A lot of the things, do you think it was no. worth it to send a lift? It's worth it
1: for us because we had a family of five and, you know, we had we had a lot of things. I mean, even though we were li- – not, we didn't have a lot of things, but we, we had enough things that we needed a lift. I am right. not going to say we should get rid of everything and start fresh here, even though you wanted the boat I to – I
0: did. I told the shipper. I was <laughs> like, could you just drop our – container right over the side of the boat into the sea and he's like no one has ever said that to me before I'm like yeah I'll just take the insurance money and start again
1: right I don't remember you know would com- you want
0: to do that would you have wanted to do that just start again it's, it's in
1: hindsight it's hard to say yes or no okay. I think that um I'm happy with the stuff that we have I'm always looking as you know I'm always looking to get rid of more things yeah even more than you sometimes yeah yeah uh, I think
0: you're more, even more. I I don't really consider myself a minimalist, um, but I think that you sort of are. You're
1: it's not. People it. always ask, do you get rid of things because your wife makes you? <laughs> and the answer to that I always say is, no, I don't want a lot of things either. I think it's a we're almost like a perfect match in a way because I just don't want a lot of things. I'm I would like we're to be almost
0: at, a perfect match. What? what? No, no. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know.
1: I don't remember <laughs> what I said there, but uh, we're we're a perfect match in the sense that we both. Um, don't want to have a lot of things in the house. Okay. So we have
0: that shared goal where it's like, we feel more comfortable with less stuff. I feel like when we have more stuff, I feel like pressure. Like I can feel like a, it's not like, obviously like something's actually sitting on my chest, but I feel like, I feel like the energy in our house changes when we have more stuff around or things are a little bit out of order. Do you feel that way? Or you're not into that?
1: I mean, when I come home from work, I wish the kids were a little bit more neat and organized, but what are you going to do? They're kids. they're
0: learning. They're getting better. Right. So. I mean, they're getting to the point, like our daughter, she's definitely at the point where she decides to organize her room and she organizes her room.
1: Yeah. Our daughter's getting much better at that and getting rid of more, you know, more and more things. I don't know how she accumulates things because she always seems to have a garbage bag of paper recycling. I
0: know. So, okay. So our daughter, she's a a crafter (laughs) and like it's true she she like collects toilet paper rolls she cons my mom into buying her yarn she does like all these after school activities where she has like sewing and drawing and she's she's an artist she's a crafter and she's definitely collecting things now she has a job as a mother's helper so she has a little bit of her own money so sometimes she does buy her sell things but I think like today she actually asked me Mommy, is it okay if I go to the to the mall to look around? We have a mall like right next to our house, so can I go to the mall and look around and see if there's anything that I want to buy and We had like a quick talk about like how to spend money and what exactly she should buy and what she shouldn't buy and what to keep in mind and She ended up buying herself like some hand lotion. she really liked the way it smelled, yeah, I know she liked the way it smelled and um i just made a face by the way (laughs) yeah you can see that um so so but we did have like this discussion i said to her i'm like think responsibly only buy something if you really need it like and she did and i feel like she didn't go out and spend all of her money she just you know spent a couple shekels and bought something that she really felt like she needed so i feel like our daughter is definitely getting the executive functioning aspect of organization down i think it's a little bit delayed for our boys.
1: Our oldest doesn't care and our youngest uh does care.
0: Yeah, he actually our youngest is definitely an organized person and he like craves Seder and organization. Um our oldest one is like a little bit more he, he, Balaganist. He he's a Balaganist. Not that he
1: doesn't care, it's just challenging for him to, you know, know where we're coming from.
0: Right. It's true. But he's getting I think he's getting better. Okay, so. How how much stuff do you feel like you have in your closet? Do you feel like you have enough, too much, not enough?
1: I always, as you know, I always like to say that I think I can put all my clothes into two duffel bags.
0: Two? I think you could do it in one. I think we could both each take a duffel bag and be fine.
1: Okay. I think again.
0: that... I, you think we it would take us two duffel bags? I think we could each use uh, one duffel bag.
1: Okay, my, my stuff may be one and a half because I got a bunch of stuff in my closet. You know, things that you don't really expect you have. I mean, stuff we have.
0: Oh, the cow costume from Purim. Well,
1: that's on its last, it's on its on last, last legs.
0: Every year for the last 12 years, Evan has dressed up for Purim as a cow. And he wears the same costume every year. And everybody like gets excited to see him dressed up as a cow. And it's, like, one of that those places where, like, the minimalism has, like, come in handy because it's, like, this tradition. Evan has to wear a cow costume, and the whole neighborhood thinks it's hilarious.
1: Right. There are things that I made Aliyah with that I haven't really worn, but I keep, like, my suits. Your suit and my your ties. ties. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but, you know, I mean, again, I think one and a half, two duffel bags for me would be... That's everything, including all, you know, maybe it's also my um, a laptop or... Whatever, you know, my three devices that I that I uh, only feel that I need. A laptop, a Kindle, uh, and, a, and an iPhone or a phone.
0: So our oldest son is being bar mitzvahed in December. And um, I asked Evan if when he goes to America this summer, if he wants to get a new suit. And he's like... Why I have five? Per- How many do you have? Two, three. I have, I have two, three? two or
1: three suits.
0: Yeah, I was like, I have perfectly good suits. I haven't worn in all in years since we moved here. They're in great condition. <laughs> I don't need a new suit. I may
1: not even wear a suit for the bar mitzvah. Who knows?
0: <gasps> Scandalous. It's Israel. Uh, it's Israel. <laughs> Actually, he's going to be bar mitzvah on a Thursday morning, so maybe you don't really need one um and actually i want to just say and i can talk about this more when we when we get closer to the bar mitzvah but actually we're we're planning it and first of all i started like making some theoretical phone calls about this bar mitzvah in like december and everybody's like talk to me after my new holiday calendar comes out in september after (laughs) roshana and then you can reserve everything and i'm like what Two months? And everybody's like, you must be an organized person because you're planning things so far in advance. And that's been a little bit tricky for me that uh, it's, you know, been planning, like we're trying to plan and that we can't. Everybody's just sort of standing in our way.
1: As you know, I'm going on a business trip right after Pesach.
0: Evan is going on a business trip right after Pesach.
1: It's a 10-day trip. I'm visiting a bunch of offices in the UK. And I basically have... All my materials and all my email templates. Everything is done and planned already, so that when I go to these places, simple matter of performing my my duties there and then sending the emails, following the meetings, and everything is already organized and done. That's just the way I am. I like to make sure that when I, especially when I travel,
0: he's efficient. That
1: everything's organized and, I, and everything's efficient.
0: He's very efficient. So I know that if I ask him to do something, he's going to be able to get it done. It's. It's pretty well, nice you know what they zero. say? I always
1: ask some a very busy person to, to get do, things to done. get things done, yeah,
0: um, so let's share with everybody the trick to why we're still married after seventeen years.
1: happy wife, happy life.
0: no, come on, the real trick meeting requests, oh yeah,
1: meeting requests. <laughs>
0: So Evan and I, anytime that anything needs to get done, like all of our kids' after-school activities, we're always, like, bouncing meeting requests back and forth at each other. And if he's going away, he tells me. He puts, sends a meeting request. If we have to go to school together, he sends a meeting request. If he uh, – whatever he has to do, he's sending a meeting request. And it's pretty – it's pretty, like, nice. It's there. the only okay. way
1: that we're able to know what each other, each other is doing and we can schedule around our schedule. Anyway.
0: It was so exciting when our oldest son, he sent us a meeting request for, I don't know, some event that he had at school. And it was just...
1: We were felling.
0: Yeah, it was, a... <laughs> it, was, it was a really great experience. Um, okay, so do you actually think that we have simplified our life? by having less? Or do you think that having less doesn't make a difference?
1: I think our lives are easier, less stressful when we have less things, you know?
0: How long do you feel like it really takes us to clean up? Now, okay, everybody knows how much I love the iRobot. Evan, do you love the iRobot too?
1: The iRobot is good because I don't have to spend 20 minutes sweeping the floor. But it takes, you know, an hour to do what I can do in 20 minutes, but I don't have to do it.
0: But you don't have to do it. So it's worth it, right?
1: Yes. It doesn't matter. Eighty five percent. Uh, I feel like it. It 90- forces
0: you to clean up the floor. Plus, it does the hard work for you. You don't have to hurt your hands. It doesn't make lunches for the kids in the morning. I know. We need a robot that can make lunches. Does anybody have that? Please, save us. We need a robot who makes lunches. Save me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, wait. When did we, okay, so I think it was always, when we were living in Riverdale, the kids had hot lunches Monday through Thursday, and on Friday you had to make their lunch, right? Yes. Okay, so you were, I think that was always your job, Friday making lunch, right?
1: I made it Thursday night probably, I think. Right,
0: but I'm saying like, I don't think making lunches was ever Mm. my job, and then when we moved to Israel, all of a sudden we had to make, I mean, when I say we, it's like the royal we, really I mean Evan, Evan makes the lunches. I don't know how you got that job.
1: Six days a week
0: for Six three kids. Six days a week. <laughs> uh yeah. How did you get that? How did we decide that you got that job?
1: Well, um, I'm already in the kitchen helping with dinners.
0: Oh right. So when Evan and I got married, we made this rule. Whoever makes dinner doesn't have to clean it up.
1: Yeah, tell and it to s- our kids.
0: And so and so <laughs> I always made dinner and then I was like, "Ah, you clean it up because I made it right." And so I think like that just sort of evolved into he was cleaning up dinner, and then you just made lunches.
1: Right. Also, you're now now you try to work when I come home from work. You try to work.
0: Right. So I try to spend time with the kids in the afternoon when I'm here by myself with them, and then when you get home, I try to work a little bit. You
1: more. work while I do dinners and lunches for the next day. Right. Just, you know it's a it's an equal
0: we're looking forward to next year though when our oldest son gets lunch at school
1: it's just division of duties you know separation of no, not separation just it's just a division of, of labor the, the labor yeah.
0: <laughs> is that what you meant to say division of labor i think so yeah um okay so is there anything else you'd like to debunk because you're my fact checker so evan always comes home after he's listened to one of my podcasts and he's like, honey, are you sure that that's what happened? Cause I don't remember it that way. And I'll be like, yes, it was like this, or this, or this, or sometimes I'll be like, maybe it didn't happen that way. I don't know. So when you're listening, like how often do you feel like I'm wrong?
1: There's maybe, you know, one thing that I'll question from each podcast, but nothing that's really critical to, you know, our marriage. <laughs>
0: So, you're saying I'm a liar? No. No, you're not a
1: liar. Most of the time, you're correct. I just don't. I'm getting older in my ears, and my mind is not as. You don't remember? Remember. You I don't, don't remember. I don't remember as well as I used to.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, let me ask you a question. It's a few days before Pesach. How do you feel like we're ready? How do you feel like. We get ready. How do you – like, are you – what do you feel? Do you feel, like, stressed out? Do you feel like the process takes a long time? Do you feel, like, happy that we can rest, take a nap, of Pesach?
1: Well, two to three weeks ago, I said to you, shouldn't we be getting ready for Pesach? Like, we're not doing anything. And I think about it, and we don't really have to do anything until the week before.
0: Right. So it's always been my goal, because the kids have off before Pesach, it's always been my goal – to try to have enough time to clean my house the week before, like a whole week before they go on vacation, and then take them on vacation and just come back like a day or two before so I could shop and and like have everything done and ready so I at least can go on vacation while the kids are on vacation. Um, but it. it I know a lot of people do it and I think it's awesome. I'm usually working like up to the last minute because clients like want my help. So I don't know how realistic that is. But even so, like, so today I spent most of the day turning over the kitchen and I feel like I've paced myself. Do you feel like we pace ourselves? I think we, okay, so we work together. We definitely divide and conquer, and we work together, and we each take jobs. And we also ask for help. We get help. So we have someone who comes in just like the hard labor, um, but he, like we have a cleaner who cleans the fridge and the stove. Um, but like I transferred everything, and I wiped down the shelves today, and I moved all the stuff out. And made You were space. an all-star today. I was an all-star today. Um, plus, I had the kids home with me. That was fun. <laughs> um, so like I, I feel like we're doing that in like shifts Like I did all that stuff And then you covered the counter Tomorrow you'll you'll kosher it uh, Or you handle all the like koshering things And I Like right. it's a so division it, of it, labor it, it also
1: takes a little bit of planning If you're going to kosher glass If you do that Or if you're going to You know um, Kosher your uh, stainless steel uh, utensils You have to remember not to use them 24 hours in advance
0: Same with uh, the glass
1: same with the glass, um, and that takes some planning. Um, but really, it's uh, y- you know not having not having to, a second set of silverware or a second set of even glasses. It saves time. It, I think it saves it saves space in our makhzan. It just saves it's, it's easier. Well, it's
0: easier than pulling it out and packing it up at the end and putting it back. I think the best thing about re like koshering the silverware is that I just like clean out the silverware drawer. Kasher, the silverware, and then after Pesach, it's, like, not something I have to think about. I just put it back. I, like, right. leave it there. It
1: takes maybe an hour or two to get everything back in order after yeah, Pesach. Yeah, it's pretty
0: fast, I think. Also, we don't have that yeah. much stuff, like, in general.
1: Right, and we usually try to avoid the awkward transfer from the <laughs> Pesach uh, Tupperware to the Chameetz to the, uh, Tupperware yeah. or whatever Yeah,
0: we definitely try to save, like, jars and stuff from Pesach so that we have things to transfer in. That it's not like a loss if we make them khamaits. Yeah. So do you think that there's anything we could do to make Pesach better for us?
1: I think that if, uh, you know, now that we've, I've done some of the shopping this year. Usually you do the shopping. I usually do everything. This year I did some of the shopping. So now I can kind of go back to your, your, our list and update the list. Right. Uh, Okay. So do
0: you think the list came in handy? Because a lot of people tell me they love the list.
1: The list was handy, but I don't think it was complete.
0: He's calling me out. No, well, you you know. Okay, so normally I would say that I do it for myself. So I, like I, even though I've always shared it with you, you've never done any of the shopping or anything before. So sometimes I make notations to myself or I I talk to myself like in a language that you might not understand.
1: Maybe, but you know, you know how I shop. If it's not on the list, I don't buy it.
0: I know. If it's not on the list, he doesn't buy it.
1: You know, for example, the the list that uh, we had didn't have... Evan is super
0: disciplined.
1: The list that we have doesn't have matzo meal on it. It didn't have the special chocolate bars that you use to make your chocolate mousse pie. It
0: must have had matzo meal. I really can't imagine that. You know, if it. you
1: it, certain dairy items that we like to buy are not on the list. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, because... Well, so the dairy, the things that are fresh, though, I can't always get the same things from year to year. Sometimes things are not available, so I don't... Things that are, like, staples, I definitely list.
1: Well, it pays to live in Israel where tons of things that you use during the year are also kosher for Pesach, which is really, I guess, one of the coolest things about living here is that really shopping for Pesach is not any different than shopping you know, it's true. during the, re- the rest of the I think Pesach
0: in Israel is actually so much easier and much more enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, Even if you don't eat kidney oats, I feel like it's very, very enjoyable. I actually really enjoy Pesach. It
1: just, it just makes preparing and shopping easy.
0: Yeah, it's true. So that's a plug. Everybody, make aliyah. (laughs) We welcome you here. We would love for you to join us. Anything else that you want to say before we head out of this special one hundredth episode?
1: No, I just think that you're doing an awesome job and I I I love hearing all these stories about you changing people's lives. (laughs) It's inspiring. And so I know that, you know, you're doing Hashem's work.
0: So he's happy to give to, to do some of the extra work so that I can make time for all of you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to thank my husband, my very special guest, my very best friend for coming on my podcast today. No, and, thank you for inviting me. Oh, thanks. And um, I hope that you all got a little glimpse into our life and appreciated it a little bit. Um, of course, as always, I would love to hear our feedback. For now, I wish you a very, very, very Chag Kasher a happy and kosher Pesach. I wish you a great week, uh, and I hope that you all get to take a nap before the Seder. <laughs> so good luck with that, and happy organizing, or should I say happy cleaning? Bye. Thanks for listening to the Journey to Organization
1: podcast. You can find Rebecca on Twitter and Instagram at BalaGonBegon and
0: on Pinterest as Rebecca Saltzman. Visit BalaGonBegon.com for resources and to join the mailing list to get podcast updates.